You know we love staying connected. From current events to drama and celebrity gossip, we stay in the know. But it can be hard to keep up when your Wi-Fi cuts out around the house. You know, spotty in one room, but strong in the other. Thankfully, the next generation Xfinity 10G network can help by keeping you connected to everything you love with reliable wall-to-wall Wi-Fi. That means you can stay up to date on all the latest buzz in real time from room to room. Start listening to your favorite podcasts in the kitchen and listen all over the house as you put your laundry away. Better yet, the whole family can work, stream, and play on multiple devices, all with a fast and reliable connection. With the next generation Xfinity 10G network, your entire house can keep up with all the action with less buffering. Get it all from the network made for streaming. The Xfinity 10G Network. Join Macy's and Girls Inc. to empower a new generation of leaders now during Women's History Month. Throughout March, you can help fund STEM and college and career readiness programming for girls when you donate online to Girls Inc. or round up your purchase. Plus, shop women-owned and founded brands like Kaylee Cosmetics, New Face, and Better Not Younger. Learn more and celebrate the creative power of women now and all year round at Macy's.com slash purpose. What up, everyone? Welcome back to the Bella's Podcast. Yes, welcome back. Over the past couple years, we've been getting super into astrology, so I am so excited for today's guest. Um, I cannot wait. You guys, we have Susan Miller of Astrology Zone, the queen of the stars. She's here, and she's going to give us a reading. All right, here we go. Happy hump day, Bella Army. I'm Nicole. And I'm Brie, and this is the Bella's Podcast. Okay, so two Scorpios just birthed two Leos on Total Bella's. You know, Brie, I wonder what else is in the stars for us. Ooh, I can't wait. So let's pop that bottle. All right, everyone. So today we are opening up with something very special and different, and it is Fortnum and Mason. It's a rosé sparkling tea. Thank you, BBC in London. This was gifted to Artem and I um, on the birth of Mateo. But how amazing is this, Brie? Now it because, must be special because you said it in a very different voice. But did you kind of like it? Well, because we have a very them. special guest, <laughs> and I'm excited for her to come on. So I'm going to give you a little hint right now. I have sage burning, and I didn't want alcohol. I wanted tea, but this is literally rosé sparkling tea. How genius! I love that. Very genius. Nicole and I kind of thought this episode. You guys saw births happen this last week on Total Bellas. But we thought, how cool. We birthed these little Leos. Nicole and I always talk about astrology. You know we're obsessed with it. Gosh, what, Nicole? Eight months it's been that we've really kind of understood astrology and we feel like it's kind of changed our lives for the better. So Nicole and I were like, we're going to do a deep dive on this and we want to share with all you listeners. So we thought this episode would be really fun because you guys just saw on this past week of Total Bellas, the births 
of our little boys, our little Leos. But I know, Nicole, everyone's going to be excited for tomorrow's episode because finally, you've talked about it a bunch, your postpartum depression, but they're actually going to see it firsthand tomorrow. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely... So we have two more episodes left and it's definitely going to be hard for me to relive to see all that. But I think it is going to be amazing because it's nothing that... I wanted to hide and I do want to showcase and raise more awareness to it. And, you know, we've done that here on the podcast and socially and we've gotten incredible feedback. And so I am excited to share these last two episodes with, you know, our Bella Army and the Total Bellas viewers. And we get to see Artem go back to Dancing with the Stars. And the last two episodes catch him back at Dancing with the Stars. I catch him winning the Mirrorball Trophy with Caitlin and Brie. Us moving to Napa Valley. Right. There's a lot going on in the last two episodes if you think about it. I think what you guys will all love as our listeners is we've talked so much on this podcast about our move, about postpartum depression, about Artem's Dancing with the Stars, about all of it, that you're you're actually going to watch it. (laughs) And something else we've all been talking about on this podcast, I feel like Nicole and I say it all the time, is astrology. I mean, I mean, we talk about it so much. It literally changed our lives in 2020. You know, when the pandemic happened, you and I kind of went straight to it. Well, you know, the thing is, is you and I have always believed in astrology. We have. We've always believed in the universe and in energy, but I feel like we've never really practiced it a lot or really took it in until the pandemic. Then we really started to focus on what is this moon bringing me? What is this eclipse? Whether it's lunar or solar, why do I feel this? Mercury's in retrograde. That's why I'm a monster. (laughs) All these different things. And what I have found very like just it's really sparked my attention so much is hearing when you follow what the universe is doing, not only what it can give you, but what it makes sense and how you could truly live in a good flow in your life. Do you know what I mean? I agree. But no, I know what you mean because I feel like in the last eight months, I have definitely started to manifest according to the moon, the stars, Mm -hmm. what's going on. And it's crazy because honestly, since I have been following it, it's really changed my life and it's really helped me out a lot. And you know, Nicole and I, whatever helps us out, we always want to give it to our listeners because we want you guys to have better lives and for it to help you. So we are just so excited for this guest. And you guys, the insight she has for you on 2021 by following the stars is just incredible. It really is incredible. I mean, she is the queen of the stars. (laughs) She is the one and only, which you all know from Astrology Zone, Susan Miller. And she's coming up next. Susan, we are so excited to have you on the show. Oh my gosh, so honored. Do you know my column, Astrology Zone? Yes. Yes. And the thing is, is, thank you. So, Nikki and I are obsessed with astrology, and we feel like 2020, when the pandemic hit, we actually really went to astrology to kind of feel the energy of life, of what was going on with us. Definitely. I feel like it was the first year, 2020, where I was so dedicated to know. The full moons, the solar eclipses, the lunar eclipses to really take in what- Yes, very important. Yes. And take advantage of my crystals and recharging and really going with the flow of the universe. I feel like 2020 really forced me into that. I agree. So we're excited. Well, you both are Scorpios and Scorpio doesn't veg out in front of Netflix they no. do things. They're productive. They're working on their projects. I don't think you sat back, not with these charts. You're both Scorpios. Of course, you're twins. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But Nikki is teeny bit older and your charts are different. Wow. You have Saturn rising, Nikki, and Bella 
has Saturn in the 12th house. Nikki is the hard worker. <laughs> well, when what's Breeze? Is the, do I have Saturn? I don't have Saturn rising. You have Saturn rising, and I have it in my progress chart. And it's hard working, although, but it's still on the ascendant within a degree. I'm really splitting hairs here. You're both very hard working, and no yeah. one can say that you didn't you know, work for what you got. I mean, I see this. This is proof. Yeah. Let me ask you something. Was it a difficult birth when, when your mom was giving birth to you? Because it looks like it was. So my mom didn't know she was having twins. Oh. <laughs> so the crazy thing is, is that my mom got pregnant at 18 years old. So she had us at 19. Oh. She never had an ultrasound. So we are a complete surprise when she gave birth. Oh my gosh. Yeah. But I think there were parts of it that were hard. It was a, a hard birth. Although it's really good when you give birth very young. Right. Oh I mean, goodness, if everybody yes. could have a baby early, it's the best thing because birth is really for young women. So you got all those hormones and everything good from your mom. But babies with Saturn rising don't often survive. Oh. And the ones that do are like Jack the Giant Killer. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> they are so strong and determined. I mean, were you both very little? How how many pounds were you? So Nikki was about five pounds and I was uh -huh. a little over four pounds. See, I was five pounds too, which is hard to imagine that I was ever that little. Right. But I came a month early. My, I couldn't wait to <laughs> come into Aww. the world. And so she was expecting me a month later. So that was a, a surprise. <laughs> but um, you both... You are a double Scorpio, Scorpio with Scorpio rising. And I'll tell you, when a Scorpio puts their mind to anything, they'll go through a concrete wall. Wow. My daughter has Scorpio rising. And one day she said to me, I broke up with my boyfriend and I also stopped smoking and I also gave up coffee. And I'm like, wait a minute, <laughs> that's an awful lot to do. She said, I'm doing it all at once. Cold turkey. She gave it up. I'm telling you, those Scorpios and Scorpio rising, when they say they're going to do something, it's so inspirational. Because most of us have a harder time, but they just, boom. And look, you're athletes, and you went into a very hard area, and you excelled. And, uh, you know, Scorpio is the energy of the long-distance runner, whereas Ooh. Aries is the sprinter the fast runner and, you know, pushing it all out quickly. But Scorpio's is more sustained. Wow. Because you're ruled by Pluto. And a lot of your energy is like the caterpillar that becomes the butterfly. You're very interested in self-transformation because that is what Scorpio is all about. Pluto teaches you not to do a lot of small talk, but really go after the big things and not waste time. That's why you probably don't like big parties. You, you would probably like dinners with, you know, just a few people because you like to dig deep with people. You, you, you don't like small talk and I don't blame you. <laughs> yeah, right. That's actually so us. You're very good with money. All these planets for both of you are in the money house. Now, um, Beyonce has yeah. a chart like that. So does Katy Perry. Oh, and nice. people who have that usually are very successful. 
I think you'll always make money. You'll be 85 years old and you'll find a way to make money. (laughs) And you're not going to marry into it. You're going to make it yourself, which is great. Yeah, sounds about right. (laughs) (laughs) And also because you make it yourself, nobody can say you didn't deserve it. Like, oh, she married money. No, every penny you have, you earned and you worked for it. Now, I want to talk about your writing ability. You have the moon in Gemini. Do either one of you write? Yeah, I do. Um, I write poetry, but I mean, for myself, nothing published, but I love writing poetry. Poetry is the only thing that calms me down when I'm jittery. I love to Mm. read poetry. Yeah, it's beautiful poetry. It's so emotional and passionate. You know what they say about Scorpio? Still water runs deep. Yeah. Yes. You know, at night you look at that water and you can't tell how deep it is, but it goes all the way down. Scorpio is very loyal and they're very discreet. If I told you a secret, you would keep it. Where none of my other friends would. (laughs) (laughs) But Scorpio does. You you tell a Gemini, they're like, okay, I won't tell anyone. And right when you're gone, guess what I just heard? (laughs) (laughs) You know, um, you would have done very well in uh, like a prosecutor like uh, Kamala Harris. You're very smart with law and order and putting the bad person away. You're always one step ahead. You could run rings around the other person in a trial, like the other lawyer. I mean, you are so sharp. Both of you, because you both have the moon in Gemini and you're twins and it's the sign of twins. Are you very close? We're very very close. close. You know what they say? The first house of the horoscope is you. It's your vitality. It's your personality and what you show to the world. Second house is money, your own money, not money you have to share with other people. It's money you earn. Third house is communication, learning. You know, this is all childhood. So you're you're learning to speak and, and transmit your thoughts. But it also rules sisters and brothers. And the fourth house is home right after it. So people were saying, how come the child meets their mother and father after they meet their sister brother? Well, it's the twin. They meet their twin in utero. Oh, wow. And it's a tremendous closeness. Oh, I think if you were in different cities, you could even tell what was going on with your twin. I mean, there is some kind of radio uh, information going back and forth that the rest of us can't hear, but you hear it all the time. For sure. You know, we when have something that. good we happens or something bad happens, you're right on the phone because you feel it. You're so plugged into each other. The fifth house is love, romance, creativity, and children. Now, just because it's empty, it, there are eight planets plus the sun and moon is 10. There are 12 horoscope houses. You're not supposed to have something in every house. Plus, your house of love is ruled by Neptune, which is over here in Sagittarius. So you might meet someone who's actually living in a foreign country. Are either one of you married yet? So I'm married and she's engaged. This is great. I'm talking to Nikki, right? Yeah. This is Nikki. I'm Nikki. Where did you meet your husband? Um, so I met him on set dancing. 
on a competition show called Dancing with the Stars. You were um, on that? Oh yeah. So I competed on that. <laughs> and so that's where we met and we had a friendship. And then um, down the road, we ended up having a relationship. And he's foreign. So it's funny when you say. Yes, I thought both of you will be drawn to foreign. Uh, someone with a very different background, maybe different religion, different country. Maybe they live in America. They got a passport, but they're not from here. So you're engaged. So how did you meet your one and only? (laughs) So I'm the one that's engaged um, and she's and I'm married. So I met Brian wrestling. We wrestled together. And it's actually crazy because I would always tell him I love him to Neptune. So it's weird just because I know Neptune's the furthest planet. So I'd always say, love you to Neptune. So it's weird that the love thing, <laughs> well, Neptune. Pluto is even further. Oh, is it Pluto? Okay. okay. Neptune look at... is your love house. So I, I kind of like yeah. it that you picked that. <laughs> Bella Brains over here. Um, but you, you were just picking it up. This is great. I was. Perfect. Yes. But we we're yeah, we're different, but he's not foreign. He's from Washington State, but different than me. Well, let me ask you. You know, 2020 was not the year to get married. We had Mars retrograde from September 9th to November 13th. And anybody who got married during Mars retrograde, sex would not be so great. And earlier in the year, Venus was in retrograde starting in the middle of May to the end of June. And that's prime bridal season. But luckily, the pandemic was raging And, you know, there was a producer from NBC who wanted to get married in the spring. And I'm looking at the charts and, you know, I don't want to say no to her. I mean, she's all excited, but I don't like April. I don't like May. I don't like June. I said, how about the fall? (laughs) No. Well, then the pandemic came and she couldn't get married. And I said, the universe helped you. Right. Because if Venus is retrograde, the heart, the love... It cools off. You want all the planet strong. So when he, all of 2021 is strong. When are you getting married? So we were thinking about doing it um, in the fall um, at the end of November. Mm-hmm. So maybe like Thanksgiving weekend. Well, you know, I love this because did you know this? This is an interesting statistic. Most brides get married within six weeks of their birthday. I would say about 70%. Either because they wanted to or because the lease is up or something's going on and they have no choice. And it's good because the sun comes back to where the sun was at their birth. So it's very lucky. There's another statistic. My daughter told me, she read it, Chrissy. She said, mommy, they say you marry the sign of your mother or father. So I said to Chrissy, no, that's not true. Mommy. You married daddy. He's Scorpio. Grandpa is Scorpio. Grandmother is Scorpio. What do you mean you do? Oh my gosh, that's so crazy. It's totally unconscious. Are you interested in someone who's the son of your mother or father? Actually, I think... So wait, is dad's a cancer? Oh, dad's cancer. And then our men are Gemini's. But you know what's interesting is both of our men are the same sign. Well, your moon's in Gemini. When Princess uh, Kate was going out with William... Somewhere in the paper, it said, William is born one day different than her father. I knew they were going to get married, even though it was like the beginning of their relationship, because there was such a tie there. 
but no, no, you're picking a good time. Okay. The only months this year that are funky because Mercury's retrograde is all of February, all of uh, June and all of October. Those are not the greatest times to do something because uh, it's retrograde. And where will Mars be in November? Oh, it'll be in Scorpio. Perfect. Texas Pete is a sauce that allows you to sauce like you mean it. It's generosity in its simplest form, and it's a swagger people have who know what's good. That's right. Each Texas Pete sauce is packed with bold, balanced flavor. The signature tanginess is what makes it a legendary hot sauce that can be used on just about anything. It has been at the center of dinner tables since 1929 and is still heating things up today. Oh yeah, and you know, you're definitely going to want to try every flavor. The original hot sauce has a famous secret blend of fermented peppers. The hotter hot sauce is three times hotter than the original and not for the faint of heart. Sabor by Texas Pete adds authentic Mexican flavor. Yum. And their dust dry seasoning matches the flavor of the original hot sauce in a flavorful dry rub. Mm, It's just making my mouth water thinking about it. I mean, I'm always reaching for the Texas Pete. I think we put it on our breakfast, lunch, and dinner. We really do. We actually even sneak hot sauce in our purses. So if restaurants don't have hot sauce, we put it on. Texas Pete goes with me everywhere I go. Texas Pete, sauce like you mean it. Visit texaspeat.com and use the store locator to find Texas Pete products as well as purchase sauces and get recipe inspiration. And use the promo code PODCAST24 for 20% off at texaspeat.com. Thrive Market is a go-to for all of your grocery and household essentials and the convenience of getting everything online, then quickly shipped to your doorstep is a huge time saver. Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods. They restrict hundreds of ingredients across their food and cleaning categories, and you could use their on-site filters to suit your lifestyle needs. Whether you're looking for organic kid snacks, low-sugar alternatives, or gluten-free pantry essentials, you can curate your own shopping experience with a few clicks. When you join Thrive Market, you are also helping a family in need with their one-for-one membership matching program. You join, they give. Nikki, where do we get all our primal condiments? Thrive Market. You know it. I have actually loved so much that I have been able to transform my refrigerator, even my pantry to healthy, low sugar condiments, Mm -hmm. everything in the gluten-free, Whole30 diet recommendations. Thrive Market for me is that one-stop shop where I can pick and choose all the things that are healthy for not only my kids, but for myself too. And boom, they're at my front door within days. They definitely make it super easy to stay healthy, organic, all the things that we really want in our household. One thing that Thrive Market has helped me with is I've wanted that when it comes to household cleaning items or just stuff that you actually put in your house besides consuming. And they've really helped it. I had one one of my goals this year was less plastic in my house. Thrive Market helps with that, with refillables, with what I exactly need to clean. And look, when you have kids running around, having 
a company really care about the ingredients inside it, that's super important. What we're spraying on our counters, putting in our toilets, on our sheets, all of that matters. So grateful for a place like Thrive Market that really looks into ingredients and we know what we're buying. 100%. Join in on the savings with Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. Go to thrivemarket.com slash twins for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash twins. Thrivemarket.com slash twins. So many of us love coffee. Mm-hmm. Like the living for it type of love. Some like it hot. Some like it iced with a splash of creamer, and some like it with a cold foam topping. Many of us stop into coffee shops on our way to work more often than we'd like to admit. Oh, yes. But now, thanks to International Delight Cold Foam Creamer, you can make cold foam coffee at home. It's honestly game-changing. You can just shake the canister and spray it onto your coffee. And voila, you've got an incredible cold foam coffee at home. No frothing, fancy machines, or mess required. Ooh, an international delight cold foam creamer foams and creams your coffee from top to bottom. And the best part? Mm-hmm. It works on both hot and iced coffees. Oh my gosh, I'm drooling. Okay, so it comes in three foaming delicious flavors. French vanilla, sweet and creamy, and caramel macchiato, so you can switch things up depending on your mood. Look for your favorite flavor next time you're at the grocery store, and be prepared to say goodbye to your barista. Okay, Bree, so what reminds you of college days? French vanilla? I mean, Bree and I lived on International Delight French Vanilla. And you know what's the cutest thing? Is every time our dad comes to visit... He calls me because I always be like, what do you want me to get the grocery store? And he's like, oh, make sure to get, it's always International Delight French Vanilla Creamer because I can't have it without my coffee. So guess what I'm getting my dad when he comes to visit because I know I'm going to love it. International Delight Cold Foam Creamer. French Vanilla, of course. You guys, this is a game changer. Okay. How many of us spend too much money at coffee shops? Me. Me. Yes. And we deserve as human beings, to have that yummy, delicious coffee Why we all go to the coffee shops. And I'll be honest, I've kind of always wanted to be a barista, and now I can in my kitchen at my home. I'm really excited to have this, and I can't wait to hear what Dad thinks. International Delight Cold Foam Creamer. It's foaming delicious. Let me ask you something. We had a really monstrous full moon on halloween mm-hmm. did you feel anything then oh did we anything so happen much. or maybe you were just home and locked the windows and doors and watched tv that night which i would have recommended but you remember halloween did anything happen i just say halloween because it's easy to remember but halloween had nothing right. to do with it i mean i having two little ones i was home early with the oh, doors you locked two children i do How old so are they so I have a three and a half year old and then her and I have five months old and our babies are only 22 hours apart. You two are definitely on the same. Fr- I have to meet you. I wish I could travel. Yes. <laughs> I know. Both of you need to stay in entertainment because you have Leo on the midheaven. It is your ultimate contribution to the world. You know, entertainment and people love you. 
that's where you're going to make your greatest contribution. You both have Leo at the very top of your chart where the 12 is on a clock. Mm -hmm. When you have Leo at the top, top where the 12 is, you have to stay in the entertainment business. And people who tell me they want to be actors or singers or dancers or entertainers, if they have no prominent Leo, I said, let's think of something else. (laughs) (laughs) But you could even write screenplays or, you know, you have talent that I would love you to develop. Do you know in ancient days, the king used to pick the Geminis or people with prominent planets in Gemini to write the laws of the land on the clay tablets? Because they found, and this is an ancient text, they found if other signs wrote it, nobody knew how to follow the law. (laughs) I think the IRS should only hire Gemini. But, you know, they were always confused. What are they talking about? But Gemini is clear. And they're using the two hemispheres of their brain, the right and the left. When you work, I don't think you want complete silence. I think you want music or the TV on, or maybe be in a cafe where people are moving around. But uh, this kind of chart doesn't want complete silence. Although you do love your privacy. You do. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's very important to you to have privacy, but you're also going to travel your whole life because you have Uranus, Mercury, Jupiter, and Neptune in the sign of travel, international travel all your life. And we love that. You're born with this. (laughs) You see this? Neptune can jump Jupiter. Jupiter's like the little four. And Neptune is the little pitchfork. Yeah. Silver screen loves you. Movies or television loves you. And it has international appeal. So if somebody wants you in a movie, say yes. But call me up first. I'll tell you when to sign a contract. We will. (laughs) I love that. Well, you know, it's funny when you had mentioned writing like scripts or screenplays because... I've always been one to play them in my head. And Brina will always say, yeah. I'm like, oh, I, I feel like I could write this movie and she'll say the same. We'll always discuss it, but we never do it because we always are just like, oh, I guess we're it's busy. just in our head well, or she, we're busy. You have little children. It's yeah. hard, you know, and you, you have a baby too. Yeah. So my, we both are boys that are 22 hours apart. They're boys and they're Leos. Mm-hmm. And it was my first and her second. And she has a little girl that's older. I love children. They yeah, are the they're gifts the gifts of the earth. They really are. I have two daughters. Oh, actually, my daughter that. works on James Corden. She's the music oh producer gosh. for James. Does all oh. the music, including carpool, but nobody's singing in cars right now. But she oh. does the musical acts. That's and, awesome. And it's not easy to do a late night show from your house, and they're all working from their home. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but when this pandemic's over, I think we're going to have such a jubilant atmosphere. Remember when the uh, Spanish flu was gone and we had the flapper era and the beautiful art deco and the clothes and the music and the jazz and the the literature, everything was gorgeous. It was a golden age of creativity. And this is a really unique experience because it's the only time we're all in it together. Everywhere, you know, I talked to my editors in Japan and in Sao Paulo, you know, in in Beijing. They're all going through the same thing we are, exactly the same. And I have a question about that. What would your general predictions be of like 2021 with the pandemic? And I do love the feel, like what you were talking about, the golden age. I think Mother Nature 
wanted to move us into a completely different atmosphere. Hmm. And, uh, you know, we had that Christmas star. And it's a misnomer because the star of Bethlehem was Jupiter and Saturn, but also Mars. And it made it a big, big light that the three wise men followed. We didn't have Mars. Mars was on another assignment this year. He was busy. But uh, that's a very big moment in astrology because it happens every 20 years. And when Jupiter and Saturn meet, the grand mutation will affect the next 200 years we are so lucky to be born in a transfer time. Most people just live through Earth, and we're going to experience the transfer from Earth to air. So what did we accomplish over the 200 years as human beings? <laughs> we built roads, bridges, tunnels. We built cathedrals, skyscrapers. We laid down railroad tracks. But we also had the Industrial Revolution and Taurus is materialistic. So it started the consumer economy. And we had the assembly line where we could make a lot of things and put them in stores. I had just been watching the Smithsonian Channel and they said, tonight we're going to talk about food. I'm like, okay, I'll watch while I'm typing. Mm -hmm. And a Kellogg's and Post and Coca-Cola, all of them had such hard beginnings, we almost didn't get it. You have no idea it was like a real cliffhanger in each case. And that's when packaged goods started. Before then, you went into a general store and, you know, he'd take a scoop of oatmeal and put it in a little cup or whatever it was. We didn't have mass production like we have now. And it's funny because all of us think, wait, this has always been this way. No, <laughs> it started at the turn of the century. Now Mother Nature said, okay, we're going to do something different now. After all these years, we're, I'm going to move into Aquarius. So Jupiter and Saturn met in Aquarius. Now people say, oh, nothing happened to me on that day. Well, no, this is a long trend and you'll start to feel it in the months to come. It doesn't happen like that all at once. However, there was an aberration in the year 1980. And they met in Libra and the universe will always give you a preview 40 years before Jupiter, Saturn move into a new element. There's always a reason. The universe doesn't make mistakes. And then it gonged on my head. The baby's born in 1980 or 40 years old. They have good jobs or they've taken on responsibility. They have children. They're grown up and they have the air element of Jupiter and Saturn in their DNA. They're going to lead us across the bridge to the new era. They're going to be leaders. Well, so will the Aquarians for different reasons. But isn't that interesting? That's really interesting. That is. So now, wait, there's, it's the plot thickens. <laughs> now remember, it's Jupiter and Saturn. Saturn gave us a little preview and moved into Aquarius on March 20th. Oh, wow. Until July 1st. And what we were all doing in front of our computers, we learned Zoom, we, we learned to work alone. Now, Aquarius is a sign that's aloof. They have many, many friends, tremendous amount, but they only let a chosen few into their inner circle because they like to concentrate. It's a very intellectual sign. 
And you're going to be perfect with it because you have all this fire and fire and air go together like oxygen and fire and like fantastic. So where they met in your chart is in the communication house, but it's also affecting the home. If you want to buy new real estate this year, you're going to find the most gorgeous real estate. Scorpio is so lucky with moving this year. We actually had a really good move this year. Yeah. Oh, we you both- already did. So you'll be fixing it up and you'll you'll have a lot of fun with it. Yeah, we both just moved to Napa Valley. So to wine uh, country. Okay, I'm definitely visiting you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's so gorgeous. Oh, it is. <laughs> so anyway, now this new trend will affect fashion and food, what we eat and how we work and how we get to work and everything. Now, Mother Nature gave us the pandemic. And it's almost like she gave us a timeout. Okay, everybody go home and think. (laughs) And our governor, Cuomo, who we love here in New York, he said, you don't have to go back to your old life. You have time to think. You know, he said, when I go to work, I can hear the birds sing. And right now they've all flown to Florida, those smart little birds, because it's so cold here. But (laughs) in the spring, they're everywhere and they're chirping. And it's, it's like a little symphony. He said the earth crust is healing. We have blue skies. We have less pollution. And I found especially women liked not having to commute. Because if your babysitter can't come, your whole world collapses. And your boss is not very sympathetic. This could be a good thing. Now, some people like working home and some don't. I love it. I've worked at home all my life. And actually, my whole team... Because New York has such hard weather, I said, you take the company computer, you know, my, my assistant, you come maybe once a week to me, but not every day because you're in Brooklyn, I'm in Manhattan, and I have editors in Philadelphia, in Brooklyn, in California. I have people spread all over so that people can work and make good money without having to commute. <laughs> so yeah. we were already set up with it. But um, the pandemic changed what we wear. Yeah. We're wearing much more relaxed clothes and what we eat. I don't know about you, but I'm cooking much more. Oh, yeah. And I feel better. I find (laughs) that everything has changed and we're looking at life differently. Mm -hmm. And I think the pandemic played into this new revolutionary grand mutation. And it only happens every 200 years. So I wanted to look back the last time Jupiter and Saturn was in Aquarius as it is now. What was 1405? And before that it had been in water and and in those 200 years, you know, you had 1492, Columbus discovered America by accident. He was looking for a path to India from Europe. And you had Cabot two years later, I think it was, where he's trying to get to this new world. So exploration is the name of the game. You are going to see exploration on a level we've never seen, you know, in space, but also the oceans, I think, because we They keep saying we don't know much about the oceans. But also, look at the virus right now, the vaccine. It was urgent. And Aquarius likes to work in groups. And Pfizer said, 
the head of Pfizer's on TV. It's amazing what can be achieved when no one cares who gets the credit. That's so Aquarius. They I want love to that. Help humanity. And that we were working with England, with Germany, with Denmark. We were working with different countries. And because of Watson, the IBM computer, up would come white papers when we didn't have to wait for the scientists to get a hold of the New England Journal of Medicine. <laughs> they had all the information quick. And that's a big part of, of development. So you don't have to waste time doing something that someone else is doing somewhere else. So working in groups far away will be um, a big theme in coming years. Now, see, the earth signs like a patriarchal society. I'm the head, I'm the king, I'm the president. So here's what you have to do. Aquarius is grassroots. The people come up from the bottom and say, this should be a new policy. So it'll be just opposite. It'll turn it on its head. Yeah. But every every sign on the horoscope wheel is opposite from the sign that came before. So Aquarius is very different from Capricorn. Mm -hmm. Aquarius is very mobile and light. It's not materialistic. So suddenly it isn't what you own that will be important, but what you know and what you contribute. Now, I feel in the coming year, the governments are going to be out of money. So um, I think next year, governments are going to say, don't look at me. I, I mean, we're so in the hole. But what will happen instead, people will be helping people, like that. you know, and some people can't afford to give money. That's okay. They may help give out food in a food bank or, um, you know, I was walking down the hall. I live in a 45 story building. that's huge. And I saw my neighbor and he used to work on Wall Street. And I said, so how are you doing? And he had a paper bag in his hand. He said, oh, pretty good but I'm really glad they're giving out food or I'd be hungry. No Mm. way. So my point in saying this is there are people right under your nose that are too afraid to tell you. I mean, people even in your own family won't tell you. Um, I remember when Diana was out of work in California and, uh, I said, Diana, when you go out looking for a job and I'm here alone and I don't know how to drive, I said, there's no food in the cupboard. And I thought she'd say, oh, well, I don't have time to shop. She didn't say that. She was much, much younger. And she said, gas prices are high. Mm. So you have to listen carefully when someone answers you. And I, I said, how about I give you a family credit card? You know, I have a visa. You you can have your own visa and get as much food and gas as you want. Thank you, mommy. She would never vest. Yeah. So my point is saying, even right under your nose, there is somebody suffering and you have to be key to it. Warning, things are about to get intense. I mean, Brie and I are talking like that intense moment when the room stops, maybe time stops, when everything might be going around you, but you're looking at that one person dead in the eyes or a maple donut in in our eyes. 
Usually I'm giving that stare down when I want to ask my husband for his credit card so I can go shopping. Ooh, that is the intense that I like. Intense heat, lasting plump. From the hot new Lifter Plump from Maybelline, New York. Formulated with chili pepper, Lifter Plump delivers a heated sensation for an instant lip plumping effect that lasts. Available in eight sizzling shades. Blush, Blaze, Red Flag, Hot Honey, Cocoa Zing, and many more. And you know me with that red. Nothing like a red flag on my sizzling lips. Oh, we know it, girl. Can you take that heat? Find your shade at Maybelline.com or a retailer near you. Amazon shoppers get 10% off Lifter Plump purchase with code 10PLUMP for a limited time. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. So, Susan, you would say like the year 2021 is like the year. Well, it's going to be the year we start rebuilding and it's not easy. Um, Saturn and Uranus will be fighting at 90 degree angles, but they're creating birth pangs for a new way of society. Now, Saturn is the past and what is precious about the past, like landmark buildings, estate jewelry, letters from Lincoln and George Washington and, you know, valuable old documents. Yeah. And Uranus is like, let's bulldoze everything and make everything new. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So some things will be obvious. Like, I want to keep this. I don't want to keep that. But there will be gray areas. And that's where we all will get into the public discussion because Saturn and Uranus have not had this debate in about 35 years. It's, it's wow. kind of unusual. And they're having it on February 17th, June 14th, and Christmas Eve. So they're having it throughout the whole year, but they're so slow moving like little turtles, you feel it the whole year. So we're deciding what to keep and what to change. You know, everybody in every career is finding new, fresh ways to get involved with the new society and add to it and add their ideas. Every voice counts. If there's anything we learned, every voice counts in the last election. They're always so tight. And even voices and opinion in the paper, like in the op-ed, whatever it is. Yeah, (laughs) I think we should keep that building. (laughs) Right. And what would you say for the ones that have had like 
major loss of 2020. Because when we hear this of 2021 of exploration and creativity and rebuilding, how do some get hope back on like that they can rebuild when they've lost lost so much? After I lost my mother in 2012, I still have a hole in my heart. Yeah. um, And my sympathy goes to those people. Um, I asked myself, what would my mother say to me? to try to recover a little bit. And mm-hmm. she'd say, Susan, try something new. It's going to hurt. Mm-hmm. So the only thing you can do is try something new. Now, Aries is going to be surrounded with friends. Mm-hmm. And last year, they really did well in their career. I mean, it was just spectacular. They moved up the ladder. They got a lot of praise. Uh, they may have gotten a new title. It was phenomenal. This year, it's not what you know, but who you know. <laughs> they have to expand their database and make more friends. Taurus is having the biggest career year of their life in 2021. Oh, wow. uh, it's unbelievable. All those six planets are going to be in their house of honors, awards, achievement, fame in February. So wow. I'm waiting for all my Taurus friends to call me. Uh, Gemini made money last year. I know everybody said they were poverty stricken. They lost their job. Not Gemini. Gemini figured out a way to make money and they did well. This year, they may be writing a book because publishing and broadcasting are so lucky for them or starting a podcast or are working more with foreign people because foreign people in places are very strong in their chart. You know, like when when Vogue Japan called me 15 years ago, I've been writing for Vogue Japan ever since. So it could be something like that where they start a relationship that turns out really good. Um, Next, cancer. They have had a hard time with a partner. It's almost like the girl who picks the daisies. I love him. I love him not. I love him. I love him not. I don't know if I should stay with him. Yes, I should. (laughs) It's been hard. It's getting better now. It may have been that your partner was going through a very, very hard time, cancer. This year, you're going to make good money through commission or royalty, or licensing fee, or a bonus. Or it could be you want to buy a house and you get a great mortgage at a fabulous rate, uh, or you want to do a home improvement loan or a car loan, great rates. Banks are holding the door open for you. You're like, you weren't like this last year. Yeah, that was last year. This is this year. <laughs> Come yeah. on. Mm-hmm. You know, so <laughs> the money is definitely pouring into cancer, and that's going to give them options. And uh, I know it's Dr. Fauci tells us not to travel. And so I'm not, I wish I could, but you know, they, I think we will at the end of the year and cancel will have the money to take a trip. Leo is going to have so many assignments. They were going to have to hire someone to help them at least to organize them all. I mean, (laughs) really people will be beating a path to their door. Well, actually that was last year, this year, They're getting serious about marriage and about partnerships. It doesn't have to be marriage. See, in astrology, marriage and partnerships in business are in the same house because you sign a contract and that you promise something to the other person. So this year, you learn about the privileges, but also the responsibilities of marriage. And uh, if the Leo says, well, yeah, but we're not getting along. Well, no, no, no. It just means you're going deeper. When, you know, when you're first in love, 
everything is rosy, but then, you know, you, you work it out. That's the fun in life. And uh, Mm -hmm. they have to watch their health because they have Saturn opposition, the sun right now. That's the Leo's born in July. So they can't take any chances that they're under strain. I think they're working very hard. You know, they may be starting a business or, or working on a production, but they're working long hours and they're forgetting to eat. So I would like them to eat <laughs> or have mm-hmm. their partners make sure that they yeah. do. Yeah. And how about if they're babies <laughs> health wise? Does that have anything at all? Oh, little babies? You yeah. have to be about 12 to feel it. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Now, Virgo had a great love chart last year. So if they met someone last year, that could be the one. Or they may have had a baby last year. That would have been a good time to have a baby this year. It's assignments. You know, Virgo is such a high, industrious, high-level worker. They use every minute perfectly. They're organized. They get a lot done. They get more done in a week than the rest of us do in two weeks. And everybody will be calling them and they want their services. Libra has the best love aspects of any sign. Hands down, they waited 12 years for this. They could meet their one true love, or if they're attached, have a baby this year. You know, that's my number one question. Can I have a baby? And women are waiting a little too long to have children. And then they get into IVF and that's expensive. So this year, if you're a Libra and you want a baby, go for it. I think it's a great idea. And as I said, Scorpio, real estate. Oh my God. Lucky, lucky, lucky. Sagittarius, the app, the the podcast, the digital, or something completely new that we haven't even invented yet. And you are part of that because look at all these Sagittarian planets you have. You both have them. So you have free will. That's why twins aren't identical in their personalities like those they'll use the the planets in different ways because each house covers a lot of ground so capricorn i love what i said to capricorn you know i had to tell them that they would make good money this year but that's so boring you know they're just going to read it and forget it i had to say it in a way that they'd remember so i'm looking on the internet i'm looking at jupiter and saturn because they're both going to be in their house of money And I read this story from the BBC that says it's raining diamonds on Jupiter and Saturn. So I read the story. Scientists used to think it had the wrong atmosphere for that. But now we know it has the right atmosphere for that. So I did have a little footnote. Okay, it's true. Tiffany and Cartier do not have stores on Jupiter and Saturn, so they're not cutting the diamonds. (laughs) But let's just have poetic license here. I just want you to have this vision in your mind that it's raining diamonds in your second house of income. And, you know, in New York, we say, if you don't ask, you don't get. (laughs) Ask for it and you will get it. That's true. So good for Capricorn. Mm -hmm. And it will all relate to what they did last year because they sowed a lot of seeds. They were plowing and the farmer and the little ox, you know, and they're planting. And they're like, are these seeds ever going to come up? Yes, this year. Now, Aquarius, of course, is the leader of the parade. If you meet someone with Jupiter conjunct the sun, which is happening in 2021, that's probably the right person for you. And it only happens once every 12 years. So, wow. And sometimes we meet someone and we think, oh, he's not my type or she's not my type. And then you... 
time goes on and you find out you didn't know what your type was. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, a lot of times we don't know what our type is. So that's very nice that Aquarius will really be the leader of the parade. What's interesting about Aquarius is they're always the black sheep. In the meetings, they're, they're saying what they think everybody should do and everybody's going, that's radical. I don't know. Don't, don't turn it down. Go home and think. Let it sink in. Let it marinate. Usually you're a doubting Thomas. No, this year, I think you're right. So Aquarius will be a little bewildered about how the world has finally caught up to them. (laughs) But they'll love it. Now, Pisces, you're having a quiet entry. It's all about going within. Now, I've been reading that some people are anxious. Now, I'm not, but many, many people are. You hear it all the time on the news. With the aspects Pisces has, they can talk to a therapist and get real insight. And what's so nice is you don't have to drive to the therapist's office. Yeah, You can do this, telecommute, and, and really get breakthroughs. I want to urge Pisces to take care of anything that's been bothering, whether it's emotional or physical. If you have a trick elbow or something's been bothering you, go get it fixed because this is a good year for that. Now, all right, I'm going to say certain dates. You've got to watch. May 13th to July 28th, Jupiter will be running so fast, like a little uh, baseball guy <laughs> hits mm-hmm. a home run. He goes to first base, second base, third base, home, and then keeps running to first base again. And he goes straight into Pisces during those dates that I gave you. Universe calls him up on his cell phone. Where are you, Jupiter? Where are you? (laughs) I'm in Pisces. It's nice here. Jupiter, you didn't finish your tour of duty to the Aquarians. They're crying. They want their luck. It's their emerald year. I'll come back right now. (laughs) So he comes back the end of July and stays until the end of December, actually the 30th. And then he goes back to Pisces. So Pisces has their biggest year in 2022 and they have to this year know what they want the universe says and there's been a lot of ancient writing about this if you don't know what you want the universe can't give it to you so you have to you know know what it is and show Mm -hmm. intent and willing to work for it then the universe will meet you more than halfway next year will be a delirious year for Pisces because it's just raining gold coins and luck and happiness over them. So they get their emerald year next year, but they'll have that little piece between May 13th and July 27th. So if they have something big to sign, that's when I want you to do it. Or if you're debuting a new product, that's when I want you to do it. I hope you get my calendar. Uh, wait, I want to send you one. So you have to send oh, me your address. Oh, we'd love that. Yes. I'm, I self-publish every year. I And then I write, the important days, so you'll know when, when oh, to I love that. And for listeners, if they wanted to get their chart, where would they go to get it? Well, if they write to 
AZ Press at astrologyzone.com. Courtney, my assistant, will take care of it. And and if I can't do it, we recommend other people. Maybe awesome. they would like to meet someone in California. So, you know, wherever they happen to be, they could be anywhere. Yeah. We try if possible, to get the person to meet them. I'm writing so much because of my app and Astrology Zone on the web and all my ancillary projects. But, you know, sometimes I do it. Oh my gosh, I love that. And does your calendar help with like, you know when you're on the love roller coaster? Oh yeah. You know when to have a first date. You know when... I love really that. Really skip this next Saturday. I'll tell you, like, mm, better to stay home and read a book by the yeah. fire. <laughs> <You know? Yeah. laughs> it can really help your success 10 times, you know? And I believe I in believe that, that because how her and I have now been getting so involved in it, it's actually made such a difference in our lives. Well, Susan, thank wow. you so much for joining us. Thank this you. was such a treat. Well, thank you for inviting me. This was yes. so exciting. Aw, thank, thank you, Susan. You. I had so much fun. I we did too. Great. Yes, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I feel like I flew out there. This is great. Thank you, everyone, so much for tuning in to today's podcast. Yes, and thank you so much, Susan Miller, for bringing your insight and changing our lives for 2021. That is right. And make sure to get her calendar so you could just make your year the best year yet. Tweet us your questions for Bella Army Q&A with the hashtag Bella's Podcast. And call 833-Q-Bellas to ask us for on-air advice in our segment, Dear Bellas. Show us love by rating the show, leaving a review, and hitting subscribe. And we have an Instagram exclusively dedicated to the Bella's Podcast, so make sure to follow us at the Bella's Podcast. Until next week, remember to stay fearless. And you'll always go Bream out if you drink along with us. See, See you next Wednesday. Wednesday. And as Birdie likes to say... Bye-bye. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home.